0: Shining a light on the ruthless forces across the aisle and rising for a brighter future for all of us. This is Mornings with Zerlina. Welcome to Mornings with Zerlina. I'm Zerlina Maxwell. Joining us on the phone is my dad. He hasn't been here in a while, Professor Eugene Maxwell. And he is here to help us understand everything about the bivalent booster shot. So if you have not gotten your bivalent booster shot, you're going to know what it is and why you need it. By the end of this conversation good morning dad thank you so much for joining us how are you
1: morning i am awesome. enjoying it
0: excellent <laughs> so one of the things <laughs> one of the things i was joking about was that i got an air fryer and you got an air fryer so now we all have air fryers and we're fancy people out here um really a miracle machine i don't know why um there was anybody out there trying to persuade someone not to get that machine um i'm judging you for that but um Let's talk about COVID, Dad, because COVID, um, I was talking to Randy Weingarten just in the last block about schools and schools have started again. Um, We're officially in the school year now because it's the end of the Labor Day week. So everybody, including the Northeast, is back in schools. Um, Also, we had a travel weekend. You know, I traveled even um to go see you, although I wore my mask and I have, you know, very I have several air purifiers that I bring. I wear one and I bring one that I put mm-hmm. next to me. So like there were several layers of mitigation um so that I could travel safely. But do you anticipate a little surge here? I mean we have stalled out at a high number. We've plateaued at a high number, sort of mid omicron levels, which is bad. Um like there were six thousand cases of COVID in Texas yesterday just to update folks. Um, But do you anticipate a surge? And how big do you think it could get? Um, And how long will it last before we sort of hit, you know, flu COVID season officially?
1: Well, you know, the the bad number is we're still experiencing almost 500 deaths per day. Wrap your head around that. And then, you know, people are, um, how can I say, it? just, you know, I know they're tired of COVID, but they're also um, just, you know, oblivious as to, um, you know, these variants and how um, how transmissible they are and things like that. I do anticipate a, a surge, a, not, you know, not um, like, not like it was, you know, pre-vaccine or anything like that. Uh, but there will be a surge just because people are flying, people are still on, you know, in mass uh, transit, uh, transportation types of settings, like whether it's trains, like I said, airplanes or, or whatever. So there will be a surge. And then uh, a layer on top of that, I don't think people are Protected, uh, you know, even if they've been vaccinated and boosted, they have not been. Um, they will not experience the the uh, the ultimate protection that uh, some of these uh, newer boosters will provide. And and I'm you know kind of talking about the bivalent uh, kind of vaccine. So um, until people are actually boosted, because right now I think it's BA you know eighty nine percent of uh, all uh, infections now are with ba5 and the other is uh, the other portion most of it is ba4 so until people are boosted and uh, you know acquire some kind of uh, an immune response to that um, to those particular strains we we're, we're going to have uh, you know you know kind of surges and I kind of agree with the uh, you know the administration that you know it's and I've said this uh, many times and you you've heard this um, that you know just like flu uh, flu shots every fall or whatever uh, there's going to be a yearly uh, shot a yearly COVID shot so it's going to be very similar to it and I don't know what the timing will be but you know but there will be I think definitely will receive booster shots or or receive some kind of shot. Uh, yearly, uh, you know, when it relates to COVID.
0: I mean, that 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 is something you said from the very, very beginning of the pandemic. I think if we go back to maybe our very first episode with you, you were talking yeah. about um, boosters. Booster was a word that I heard first from you. Um, obviously, yeah. with a, with, there are boosters in other contexts, and we've heard that word before related to vaccines. But in terms of COVID, you were the first person to be like, okay, if the shot we end up getting the vaccine they end up discovering and giving to us only lasts for a year we're going to need a booster shot we don't know how long it's going to last it turned out it was only about six months um but now the administration is saying yes okay you're going to need an annual shot and you know i'm sort of uh even doing that today i'm going to get my covid booster and my flu shot at the same time and then hopefully i'll be able to Move after that. I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see. Um, that's why I'm doing it on Friday of the week for the weekend.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think just my arms will be sore. Um, I don't know if you can get it in the same arm. I'm a little nervous because I sleep on one side, <laughs> and then they'll,
1: they'll probably put it in. Control.
0: Yeah. Okay, well that's not great because then well, how am I going to sleep? But um, <laughs> just thoughts I'm having, just
1: thoughts I'm having. Yes, ice, 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 it up, ice it up. Okay, good I'll meal.
0: put some ice on. All right, thanks, Dad. Thank you. I appreciate the. This is good advice, um, for everyone out there. Um, but when when we we're talking about this specific booster shot, I mean the confusing thing, I think for pharmacists and for people is going to be how to even sign up to get the right one because, it's like it's called bivalent right? But it's like Moderna and Pfizer yeah, five, each have eight, their eight, own eight, version. Right? right, Dad? And, and
1: then, um, also age specific to, I think, one, uh, you have to be, I think Moderna, you have to be 18 right, it's or more. Pfizer, you have to be 12.
0: Right, mm-hmm. so there's, di- there's two different bivalent shots. One by mm-hmm. Pfizer, one by Moderna, and they have different yeah qualifications. For one, you have to be 18 and older, for the other 12 and older. And you can get an appointment now. I highly recommend going yes. to the pharmacy um, No, or not going to the pharmacy, but going to the pharmacy website um, for CVS, Walgreens, you know, and, and getting an appointment to get your Bible and booster. They are available in most places. Um, and I would recommend doing that now because it- we've, we've talked out about cool. how there's no funding and they might run out at some point. So... It's important to do it as it's soon great. as possible. Yeah. What's the scientific yeah. reason why you want to get this booster? That's my question for you.
1: Okay. So the think about the original strain. So we'll we'll call that being or wild type. Okay. So you have changes in the spike protein. So that's why they come up with all of these. Uh, you know, um, whether it's Delta or Omicron or. BA4, BA5, these are all changes within, say, the spike protein. The spike protein enables the virus to attach itself to our cells, and then once that happens, then it enables it to get inside uh, of our cells so it can replicate and reproduce more virus. That's, That's how you end up getting sick what happens is you have these changes on the, on the, you know, in the virus or in the spike protein itself that like say BA4, or BA5, it enables it to evade the antibodies that we might've had uh, against the original strain. Uh, so that's why people, you know, who've gotten uh, a COVID vaccine, um, you know, vaccine, tend to, you know, end up getting infected because the uh, the vaccine that they re- received originally was against the um, wild type or BA1 strain. So these antibodies don't quite recognize the, the new, quote unquote, the new version of the virus. So what we really need is a pinpointed um, you know, vaccine that's going to be uh, specific for BA4 or b, or BA4 N 5. So we need to b- develop antibodies in our bodies that are specific for those versions of the virus itself. OK, so what's going to happen is this this virus is always it's you know, I, I heard a great uh, thing. It's like a chameleon. So it's always going to kind of change, changes colors, change how it's going to uh, try to get in and, and infect more people. And if there are populations, quote unquote, if there are uh, large swaths of people who are not protected against those versions, then that's when you start developing more and more mutations, more and more variants. And then what we have to do is go back and then start, you know, reproduce or start producing uh, more vaccines that are specific for those particular variants. So that's what you have to need to know. Our original vaccines were to, uh, like, say, BA one. We'll just use that that terminology. And it was, and so those antibodies that we develop against BA one are not, quote unquote. Effective or as effective against the new variants BA4 and BA5. The bivalent um, vaccine is actually for BA1 and for BA4 and BA5, so it's effective effective for both of those. Uh, so we're able to develop a, a an antibody, a neutralizing antibody for both of those uh, versions of the back, or of the virus. And so that's why it would be more effective for mm. that kind of uh, vaccine.
0: That was a really so helpful explanation. Exp- yeah. No, that was yeah, really, really helpful. Aspir- and I think that like, you know, there's a lot of folks out there and it's, it's, it's a shame. And you've talked about this so much that because a lot of the science was politicized from the beginning, you know, there's even folks who are well-meaning that'll be like, well, well, they'll say like, well, you can still get infected. Um, I I see this so much on Twitter. Like the vaccine may not work because you get you got COVID. I'm like, no, it's working because you're not in the hospital. Um, but then also, the, the 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 need for these updated vaccines is not a failure of the science. It's actually a success of the science. It's like the it's it's the achievement of the science that is a, the ability to even anticipate or respond to. The mutations that are happening in real time in a novel virus that we've never seen before um, that is mutating in a way that even is surprising scientists like when you hear Dr. Michael Osterholm, you know, talk about how this virus is, you know, they've never seen it before. So they're just like watching all of this happen and that we're now at a place where we, we have sub variants of sub variants like nobody predicted. No, I mean, not not. Maybe you in in, in some ways, but like sub variants of sub variants, like maybe that that specific kind of level. I don't know that anybody was like, yeah, a year from now, we're going to have a we're not even going to go in Greek alphabet. It'll be Greek alphabet, subletter A, section 1.3.2. Like we didn't know we were going to be in this place a year, Mm -hmm. a year ago, per se. And it's important that we just follow the science um, and not let the politics you know affect how we're thinking about these vaccines which scientists have been really clear what they do and right. what they don't and they've mm-hmm. also been really clear like you have and you said on the very first time we talked to you we might need a booster shot right. we were probably gonna need yeah. that so don't be surprised yeah. now that that is actually becoming a reality um yeah the other question i have for you dad is when you when you explained there that You know, the ability of the the virus to sort of mutate um, because it's continuing to spread and um, all of those things. I mean, how can we help people understand that we actually have a role to play in stopping the virus? (laughs) And we have lost sight of that role. We don't just have to stand here and just be like, oh, let it rip. Like, that's not what other places are doing. We don't have to do that. Speak to um speak to um, this idea that the masking and the social distancing and the ventilation, those are other ways in which we can reduce the amount of future mutations because we're reducing the spread.
1: Well, think about this. The reason a, a virus uh, like COVID, well, first of all, it's a novel virus, so we don't even know, um, you know how quickly it can mutate or, or, you know, right now, I'm saying, uh, at this present time, we don't know All of the uh, ins and outs of of this particular virus—it's you know—and how it infects uh, people and how it's trans, you know, transmitted to other people. We don't know know it all. You know what I'm saying? So, again, very new. The other thing that it's important to understand is that populations that are unvaccinated or not vaccinated properly are breeding grounds for more mutations. You know what I'm saying? So what is important to understand is like you were saying, our role is to, you know, to get vaccinated, to, you know, to, to wear those, um, you know, to wear those masks or just, you know, to still stay socially distant, distance, if we can possibly do that, because, what this virus is going to do is look for, um, you know, populations, like I said, just a moment ago, that are, you know, susceptible to infection. And then what we have, it's just like a breeding ground where it can go in and kind of change and, and kind of manipulate itself. So (laughs) again, it can become more transmissible, more infectious. And God forbid, it can become more deadly. We don't want that. So, all of those things are so important when you know we're dealing with this kind of uh, virus. We are not nearly out of the woods yet. And and the thing that is so you know kind of upsetting for me is that if we would have addressed this uh, earlier in the crisis, and I do you know call it a crisis because that's what we were in. I've, you know, a pandemic, uh, that if we would have, uh, you know, just done the right thing, just by, you know, wearing our masks and not, uh, you know, creating populations that, uh, you know, would, you know, would become more infected or, or, you know, be able to um, populations that, you know, would, could uh, mutate the virus more readily. If We would have done those things and educated people and, and communicated pe- to people the right way we would be so much further ahead than we are right now. But, you know, people are, like you said, they just want to let it rip. Hey, you know, they still think it's like the flu and stuff like that. And, And people are, you know, losing brain cells.
0: I have never uh, heard of uh, anybody having brain damage or early onset Alzheimer's because they had the flu dad. I'm sorry, I never read that. And one of the things that we have been reading and discussing you and I in the past couple of weeks are the studies that are coming out that show that even your mild case of COVID could have shrunk the size of your brain. And when I talk about the fact that there are impacts on the brain from COVID-19, and I've really been focused on that from the very beginning of the pandemic, um, I want you to know that I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm reading about this stuff. I'm talking to my dad. I'm reading what the science says. And I'm following, you know, literally neurologists who are who are ringing the alarm bell that we have a massive disabling event. I was reading a thread yesterday, Dad, where um, a, a brain doctor was talking about the fact that th- we're eventually going to find out that, Not only, you know, you've talked so much about the the idea that people are going to have, you know, heart issues and issues Mm -hmm. with other, you know, organs uh, post-COVID-19, but also people's personalities are changing because of the the effects on the brain. And so one of the things that I have been reading a lot about um, is, you know, people dealing with mental health issues anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. you know almost like having psychotic breaks and issues um with mental health after COVID infections because of the impact on their brains so are people you know even if you just follow anecdotally threads people talk about how you know oh well my wife or husband or relative had COVID and they're Mm -hmm. like a different person now that is a really scary thing to you know start to wrap your head around Um, And so that's one of the reasons why it's so important to take this so seriously um, and, and, and not, not be cavalier about it. um, When we're talking about your brain.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, you know, you think about it, you know, we're talking about, you know, say myocarditis or diabetes, diabetes could, you know, happen because uh, your pancreas gets inflamed or, or uh, something like that. And then what happens is it doesn't, the I know two people
0: my age, Dad, two women yeah. my age who did not have diabetes before and now they do because they had yeah. COVID.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you think about that. And then again, this is what I've said uh, all along. I mean, our healthcare system, people are not understanding that our healthcare system is going to be stretched and strained uh, in the next uh, upcoming years, all because of. Of COVID and COVID infections, and again, like, like you know, you were talking just uh, saying people are having a cavalier attitude when it comes to COVID and things like that. So um, we're we're in we're in times that uh, we've never experienced before, uh, you know, specifically with this virus, and we're, we are not nearly at the end of the rope here. And like I said. If you, you have, if you have the ability to go ahead and get your uh, your your new uh, booster, I think it's uh, I think it's wise to do that. Um, I, you know, you said you're going to do it. I'm, I'm definitely oh,
0: I'm willing to do it. Oh, I'm running. I'm running there. I yeah. made this appointment, yeah. the soonest appointment I could. Yeah. I was like, well, I don't want to do it like in the middle of the week because I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm, I might need a nap. Um, you know, because after the booster, you are a little fatigued. Um, yeah. But but I'm getting it. I'm going. I'm running. I'm sprinting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wise to do that. I mean, I spoke with uh, with my aunt uh, just a couple of weeks ago, and she was, you know, she was asking me specifically, you know, should I go ahead and get the mm-hmm. uh, first booster, or should I wait a week or two and, and wait for the new booster to come out? And I told her to wait until the new booster yep. uh, would uh, came out. And so she's getting ready to go ahead and Terrific. get her new booster shot. And uh, I think it's wise that uh, it is
0: that she wise. No, it, it is the right decision for everybody in your family. So, make sure you get that information and go make your appointments as soon as possible, Dad. Thank you so much for helping us talk through That's the headlines related to COVID. Um, stay safe. I'll talk to you later.
1: I love you. <laughs> you.
0: I love you too, Dad. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Zerlina. Check in for new episodes every weekday.